Hello everyone, Michael here. Um, just a quick little PSA. Unfortunately, when we were recording in our studio, um, I got a bit of bad luck. My microphone um, was a bit faulty. So we're going to hear um, some pops and and crap when I'm speaking. It's, a re it's really annoying. I've tried my best to mix it and take a lot of it out. Um, it gets a little bit better after like the five minute mark, but um, it will be there. So it's just a little warning. I'm very sorry about that, but I still hope you enjoy the episode because it is a great episode and um, we'll see you next week. Hopefully with better sound. Much love. Bye. Good morning. This is Hot Honor Presents Empty Talk, a podcast where we talk, debate, review and create film and TV content, mainly from Britain. My name is Madhulani and I'm here with Michael Honor. Hello everyone. Hello. Welcome back to Empty Talk episode fucking 10. ten. We made it. We made it to ten. <laughs> we made it to ten. Woohoo! Which is really fucking good, actually. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we I made mean, it to X. I mean, I think, I think, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I just made the X sign with my hands. You can't see that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it is good. It's good that we've done it because, like, I. It's not that I didn't think we would, but I don't know. Just having ten. I is mean, it's, cool. it's we haven't burnt out yet. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm mean slowly getting there. No. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I could do this forever. <laughs> no, we're looking we've for done... a social media person. Yes, please, because it's We can't so pay hard. you. We will maybe. Maybe maybe by the end of the month we might be able to pay you. We might come into some money. We're looking for a social media person because yeah, we're fucking like, old. We're just old. We're so bad at social media. Mother was, mother was crying about like how to do reels <laughs> for the whole day. She's like, how do we do reels? How do I do reels? I don't know how to do ba reels. Basically, what we really want to do is get some sort of traction yes. and be able to like engage with people yes. without getting burnt out. Yes. You know, like my personal social media account is so like arty it's not arty it's yes, just it like no i'm not i'm not that interested in engaging with people as much like i yeah. just aesthetically post things you know yeah but mm. like and i just want to post it, funny funny videos or things of euphoria yeah. that's all i want to do but when it comes to like the hot honor instagram it's really difficult to sort of maintain mm. and we have different social media channels and yeah we just don't use them yeah 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 yeah, uh, yeah social no, media true. person if you're i don't think there, i don't think we're gonna go on twitter because I, I don't want i don't want to smoke no i don't want to smoke we'll, <laughs> we'll stay on instagram and facebook um so yeah social media person we can't pay you but we'll actually we'll put a call out when it's actually when that's a real thing but for now, we an intern we is great, you know. An for intern experience. will be great. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for experience, um, um, we've become the very thing we hated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you exposure. I promise. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> That's actually a, a great little segue to introduce our um, interviewee for today, who is a lovely friend of both of ours, a beautiful man. He goes by the name of Sam Ebnerlandi. We'll put in the applause. <laughs> oh I, just, I just started clapping myself. I just applause is so much. He does that all the time. <laughs> He just Thank walks you. into a room and claps. Yeah, well, I yeah, also yeah. think that there's such a thing of like when the podcast guest is in, is introduced, that yeah. you have to sort of seem like Des is the Desert Islandist version of like, oh, I'm so humble. Thank you yeah. for having me. Yeah. I, just, I just clapped myself. That was my yeah, way. It's, like, it's not great. It's yes, not great that start. is me. That's <laughs> yeah, true. true. Sam, so how are you doing? You. Thank you for having me. No, Sorry. thank you for coming. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's really nice to see you guys. It was funny. We were talking before we started recording. Yeah. I was like, oh, should I give you guys like a bit of time to do the chat at the beginning? Yeah. And you yeah. said, no, just be as free as you like. Yeah. And then programmed by society, I then was completely <laughs> silent <laughs> as I listened to the, hi guys, welcome to the podcast. And I was like, silent. It could have been, really, been really nice because like some of our viewers would have been like, who's that extra guy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If we were like, hi. 
at the same time, we're like, who is that guy? There's definitely a cough in the background. That who like, is that, he? That doesn't sound like them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Some guy, one of, one of our viewers in Australia or Hong Kong is like, oh my God, who is that? Mm. I'm going to find him. What, what a reach, by the way. Australia and Hong Kong. Not too fucking bad. So yeah. cool. Shout out. Hi, 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 Hong Kong. Yeah, hi, Hong Kong. Yeah, Hong Kong, Australia, and America's blowing up quite That's nicely fantastic. as well. We're, we're getting we're getting some no, new viewers from America we every day. We have a Peruvian too. A Peruvian, yeah, we've got Peruvian yeah, listens and so some cool. and a and a Belgian. I don't know a what. Belgian. That is. A Belgian. A Belgian. Well, Otherwise known that. as a Belgian. That's what we do when we eat the waffles. Yeah, I was going to say. Nom, nom, nom. Belgian chocolate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. person in Belgium has now turned off. Yeah, he literally. They're now and gone. Yeah. And they're gone. Ah, it's really bad because I made a joke about it. I did a really terrible accent last podcast as well about the Bronx. I was like, and we're in the Bronx. Bronx. And then we lost two American ones. So <laughs> no. I, was, I, just, I should just stop. We didn't actually. But like, yeah. Have you guys seen The Lost Daughter on Netflix, by the way? Haven't. Haven't seen The Lost Daughter. Is it on Netflix. Yeah, there was some oh. amazing Queen's accents in that. I don't think the act- actors, one of the actors I very vaguely know. Because Olivia Coleman's in it. Yeah, 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 she doesn't do a Queen's accent. That'll be oh, something yeah. to say. Yeah, she's British. Hey, yeah, 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 I was going to say. <laughs> no, but then there's this, this lady that comes over. It's like, who would do that? Who would do that? What are you talking about? Oh, that's Why? Good. That's, that's, pretty good. That's, good. that's my effort. But it's so cool in the film because it's, yeah. so, it's so real. And I was like, because oh, it's, it's so it's based, in, it's based somewhere in America. It's like based in, or, or, or is it like a, or is it like, it's like a resort oh. place, isn't it? Without without spoiling it, I can't remember. I think, I think maybe it's in Greece. Yeah. Oh, maybe okay. maybe Greece. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. so. But it, it's sort of very ethereal and like I feel like the setting doesn't matter that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. good. Very yeah. weird and very interesting. Well, Shout out to Maggie Gyllenhaal. It's um yeah, yeah. yeah. she actually brilliantly directed films. Oh man, I can't so. wait to watch that. I am. Um, it's on. It's on Netflix, right? Yes, yeah. it is. On I, it's <clears> been nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, I, I think so one I of the actresses has been nominated. Oh really? Yeah, for supporting. I can't remember her name. Oh, Jesse Buckley. I think so. Maybe? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Uh, it's one of the things I need to watch. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to do the Oscar round. Yeah, it's the it's the Oscar bait time it of year. It is the Oscar bait. So like, watch everything quick. <laughs> yeah, Power the Dog. Power the Dog is next. Oh, I, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, My favorite are the Oscar bait films that don't get nominated. And I'm like, oh. you had one job <laughs> and you <laughs> fucked it up. And it's so funny because you see them; they're all really edgily shot. Yeah. yeah, they have yeah. like very little actual content, but they're just like, <laughs> yeah. look at this actor and look at this shot and the mountains. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, every <laughs> a lot of people are really annoyed about Dennis, um, Dennis Villeneuve. I, um, I can't, I can't. Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. For Dune, um, everyone's very upset that he didn't get that he didn't get um, nominated. Yeah. Um, did you watch Nominated Dune, for Sam? what exactly? I, I mean, I It's actually, not your kind of thing. No, it is my kind of thing. Oh, okay. All right. Calm down with your eyebrows. <laughs> <staring down laughs> at me. I do. So I really like Denis Villeneuve. Arrival was one of my favorite Rival's films. Great. Yeah, one yeah, of, yeah. Genuinely one of my favorite films of all time. But um, I haven't managed to see it yet because I was working in Ipswich while it was on the big screen. Oh, okay. I okay. could have totally seen it there, but I just didn't get around to it. Yeah. And now yeah, it's yeah. sort of like I don't want to watch it on like a, on like a dodgy no, 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 no. site. I just think it's yeah. a bit. Yeah. It's yeah not um, I think it. it's yeah, gonna yeah. go on Disney Plus. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 You want I, it on a big, the big screen because do, of the shots. You could do a projection, maybe movie night with someone. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be the same. I mean, it might not be, but you can. Mother doesn't really like doesn't really respect the film though. So I feel like all of the people that love the film, like like Tom McIntosh, like Tom McIntosh, who's probably listening right now, I know. You need to watch it in the cinema, not on a blanket. I feel like. On a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Tom signed off because he heard me say I haven't seen June yet. He'll be furious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out, He's texting shout out to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I did my when when we did a review and I said I said but I practically thought 
was really terrible. And then I got, I got, I got a very long message from Tom. <laughs> Shout out to Tom. We love you, mate. For any listeners in Belgium or Hong Kong who are confused, I think uh, I think it's fair to say it's a mutual friend of mine and Michael's who yes. lived together, who is a bit of a June fanatic. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Currently, yes. loves loves his dystopias. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man. Oh so, well. Yes. Go on. No, you go. I was. We were, we were about to do the exact same thing, but you go for it. Mm. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Um, I think that I'm quite excited about our chat today. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to. I actually, I don't know why I interjected you because I was going to let you do it. Oh, okay. Um, so polite. I am. Well, <laughs> I am trained. Um, not by you. Oh, that sounds weird, doesn't it? Yeah. Anyway, no patriarchy. Really good intro. No patriarchy in this relationship. No patriarchy in this relationship. Maybe a little. Um, you intro and then I'll swoop in as I usually do. Yeah, well, I was just I was just going to say, Sam, um, just for our listeners, just for you to give us a little, it's always awkward to ask, but just a little introduction about yourself, who you are, yeah. um, how you know us, and um, sure. yeah, just so people can know who you are. Yeah, of course. So, um, Michael and I and Imelda, ba- it feels weird because obviously, like, I don't yeah. want to do that. We just, talk, just talked about patriarchy, <laughs> but yeah. I did meet, meet Imelda because I was mates with Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Two of them I'm going. by association. Yeah, 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 but I mean, would have been great to meet you anyway. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what can you do? But uh, Michael and I went to uni together you in did. Manchester. We both studied drama. Michael yeah. was very active in the drama society. So was I. Watch indeed. Uh, he was chair of the drama. Society. I don't know if you yeah. mentioned. <laughs> it's like, uh, does he get a pound every time that's mentioned? I think I so. <laughs> I think he gets. This that joke men- will never he die. He mentions it every other day. Yeah, of course. This joke of course. will never die. Oh, terrible. It will never die. I was. I was. I was. I was <laughs> drama society. Uh, yeah, fantastic chair of the drama society. Um, God, now. Like I'm sucking up to you, um, <laughs> but yeah. And so I was uh, have always wanted to be an actor mm-hmm. as far back as I can remember. Amazing. I, I remember being eight years old. It's always the moment that I say I realised I wanted to be an actor. I remember mm. being the emperor in the emperor's new clothes at school. Oh. Maybe nine years old, but I remember like parading around. You would be in... per- you're perfect for that role. <sighs> Thanks, mate. I loved it. I remember <laughs> yeah, being so movie. young and yeah. like being. I was on stage in my pants and a tie, <laughs> yeah. and these adults like who you know you think at that age are quite boring. Yeah. They were pissing themselves laughing. Oh, that's so good. And I was like, oh, this is really fun. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, people yeah. sort of say, oh, you know, you should be an actor. I'm like, this is a job that people yeah. can do. Yeah. You can have fun for yeah. money. Like, Man. So I remember that was always the thing that stuck with me. And um, yeah, and I at, uh, uni wanted to do a lot of acting as well. Amazing. And I then went to drama school. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. do some mm-hmm. acting work when I can. Um, nice. Yeah. nice, nice, nice. What was, the la- what was the last production that you were in? The last production I was in, a really lovely Christmas show in Ipswich called From Rushmere with Love. Nice. Rushmere is a place in Ipswich. I didn't know that before I did Neither the show. Neither did I. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was a spoof of Bond. So From Rushmere with Love, From Rushmere Oh, cool, 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 cool. So it was really fun. And I got to sing the like Bond song. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I came out in a white tux with a bow tie and went, From Rushmere with Love. <laughs> Which was just like, and all these like elderly so people in the audience would be like, oh my God. And I was like, oh, this is so fun. <laughs> Which is really sweet. But you know, nice. it was, I think actors can get very pretentious about their jobs and be very self-important. Yeah. But I think it was a time of Omicron and doom and gloom. Yeah. And it yeah. was a really yeah. silly, funny show. And like, it felt nice to spread some joy. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah. Really nice. yeah, that's, that's what awesome, I like about my job, I think. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I think, yeah. I think there's something about like being an actor that, I mean, I'm not, but. I'm around a few and mm. there's something lot, there's something really nice that it's ex- it like it's an exciting profession yeah. I think like even with its like turbulency it's like really 
like it brings people together. Yeah. And it yeah. it's like a it is really like a service and I think people don't really respect it as a service. Do you know what I mean? I feel I think you. it's I like feel you. I feel like Well I feel like I feel like people respect it as a service as soon as you hit the as soon as you hit the Netflix show. Or well I yeah. feel like I feel like it's anything like that to do with the entertainment industry. I think we were having this conversation yesterday when it's like um as soon as you get the kind of like big company cosign, Accolade. then everyone's like, oh, I always knew you were going to make it. But it's like, it is It is also like, it is also like the smaller shows that you do, it's the smaller films that you yeah. make, it's but the scripts that you write. It, it? Yeah. It's, it's an issue of visibility, I guess. As soon as you're visible to us, it's like, oh no, this is okay. This is a, a job that you're doing. Yeah. But when you're invisible, it feels like you're not very valued by yeah, society. Yeah, exactly. And I think exactly. that's quite hard to carry around with you. But yeah, yeah I think it, it like you said, it does sometimes feel like a, a nice thing to do. Mm. And I think it's weird because there's such a grass is greener thing going on. Yeah. I look at friends of mine who I went to school with and it's like, oh, you have like disposable income. Yeah. And like a, a settled Boy. life. You're going to buy a house soon. Talk about it. And I'm oh like, could I, oh, some of that stuff would be quite nice would in be my lovely. life. <laughs> but then I think sometimes <laughs> yeah. I speak to those people and they're like, oh, that's so cool. Like you're, you're going to yeah, do this. Yeah, and like tell yeah, them about yeah, some yeah. auditions. So grass is greener. And I think it's nice to yeah. remember like, yeah, I am in this job because I like it. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. 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 How do you, how, how have you found, how have you found like the, how did you find the move after uni? Because I, I think I think when we all kind of graduated, there mm. was that like we we were we we all did drama, and I think for most people that did some form of drama at university, there is a bit of competition. There's a bit of like there's a bit of like you watch everyone else around you. You also want everyone around you to do well. Mm. So how did you find that kind of process of being like okay shit I'm out in the world now? Yeah, weird and hard, and I stayed on. If you remember, I stayed yes. on for a bit. Yes, you did. I think you did. I did a lot of acting and some directing at uni, but I just I felt like I wanted a bit more. Yes, and yes. I felt like I wanted a bit more debt. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I stayed, <laughs> and I did. Uh, Can't masters. get enough of that debt. Yeah, love it. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and um, I did a masters in film studies, which I really liked. Yes. Um, I didn't do a lot of work for it. Sorry, David Butler, if you're <laughs> listening. But, um, it was really nice, and I did. Did a lot of acting that year. That was when we had uh, we made Man in the Chair, yes, James Walker, yes, Tom, which was amazing. Beth, and Beth and I, yeah. and lots of other people, and you know had the short film company that we made mm. some stuff with, and I was also in um, a few different productions around Manchester. Yeah, but I was yeah. like, I really want to go to drama school. Yeah. So then I got even in even more debt yeah. by going to <laughs> drama school. So I had a year then of just auditioning for drama school. Working how was at, how was that process? Hard. I mean that that year was particularly difficult. And mm. I think the thing they don't prepare you for is mentally how challenging it's mm. going to be because mm. there's not this structure of job. There's mm -hmm. not like nine to five, I go into work yeah. that, and, and the whole world lives in a different way to yeah. you. Oh yeah. my God, 100%. yeah. And it's so hard. So I, I was also a little bit uh, ill and yeah. then I was, uh, this is September 2017, I think, mm, mm, mm. relatively recently had a breakup. Mm, and mm, mm, then I was just like, I'll just try and get acting work. Yeah. And I was like sat at home like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah, yeah, like it's yeah, so yeah, yeah. hard. There's not a manual for these sort of things. Yeah. But I guess I sort of look back on that time as being very character building. Yeah. And that's a maybe a like term that's thrown around a lot. No, but, but I, I think post-drama school it helped me be like, okay, do things that make you happy. Put put yep. things in your schedule yep. that actively work towards your acting career. Yeah. Even if they feel pointless. Yeah, Even if it's yeah. paying money towards something, if you can afford to do it, I think investing in my career at different times has been really helpful. Mm. And just like, yeah, I need to have a job. I need yeah. to work. Yeah, I need I to have you. money coming in, etc. So, yeah, 
the move after uni was very tricky, but I feel like I navigated it like in the best way that I can, move forward how I could. Yeah. And I was really lucky and went to GSA Guildford School of Acting. Amazing, and I amazing, really, cool. really, really loved it. Um, I loved the training. And I also, because it was only a year, yeah. I like absolutely threw myself into it. Everyone yeah. called me a teacher's pet when I was there. Because I was like, <laughs> we're here for a year. I tried so hard to get in. I, I'm yeah. getting everything that I can. 100%. Yeah. 100%, 100%. And I loved it. But uh, yeah, and I was very lucky. Got signed with an agent and I just about you know, did my showcase before COVID in yeah. 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. know people who didn't have that luxury, which yeah. is really hard. Yeah. And it's been up and down since then with COVID, but it's nice to feel like I'm in the industry, I'm working, I'm doing my thing. Good for yeah, you, man. That's yeah. good. good for Thank you. you. Yeah, um, you're welcome. Doing film studies and also like theatre and stuff like that, is there one that you prefer? I always ask that question. Mm. Um, is there one that you prefer? Um, because I know that... A lot of people, if they haven't gone to drama school, if they haven't studied drama or anything like that, sometimes they are like, I want to be on screen. And they're like, I'm a screen actor. Mm. Um, mm. But I think that a lot of people, when they start out, we were talking about this, Michael, like a lot of people, when they start out in theatre, they sort of have this real like connection to the stage. Mm. Yeah. And I'm just wondering whether, which one you prefer or if you're sort of like, you know, theatre is my thing. Because yeah. you, you like sing and do the a whole little bit. Thing. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, so. but we one of the one of the God, things. God, this that is becoming like my Tinder profile. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He plays guitar. He's uh, a lovely I man. Like long walks tall. on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> but no, one of the one of one of the things that that me and Sam really bonded over was like our love for John Mayer. Yeah, because we, yeah, we lived yeah. in, we lived in the house for a year, and um, Sam always had his guitar and always be like playing, and mm. um, would always be playing in his re- in like God, random moments. It was it was really way. nice that house. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, beautiful song. It was really it was really nice in that house because you could you could just like walk into anyone's room. Yeah. We were, we were really like we we are. I think we created a brotherhood because we are we're, we're just so involved in each other. Oh yeah, it was really nice. It was really it was really really lovely. It was so lovely and also such a nice, a really happy time in such a crack den of a house. Oh my which god! Is so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sort of, at yeah. that time, you know, it was yeah. terrible and like the, the yeah. ceiling fell in once yep. and like yep. oh, yep. it's just I awful. Think I think uh, we were, we had a party once and Sam was oh, yeah. jumping <laughs> and punched through the ceiling. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. Kanye yeah. West's black skinhead. Yeah. What, what do you want me to do? His fist went. I was like, smack. Oh I was like, because we danced in our kitchen. Raising I was like, the smack roof. In the fist. Yeah. And I punched it. And it was, then I remember everyone stopped, like, oh. And I was like, oh, yeah. who cares? Yeah. And then the pie just went on. Yeah. It was like, yeah. That was the same night that we'd, we'd ever heard an alarm in our house. So, like, that happened. And we were like, oh, it's fine. Fuck it. It's fine. And then um, and then I think the banister, like, something happened to the yeah. banister. Remember the banister? Like, the banister got, like, broken in some way. And then we'd, it was the first time I'd ever heard that alarm. So it was just like, a, and we were like, and I remember I was pissed out of my head. I was like, everyone, just get out side. We'll fix it, and it will carry on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you wonder with all these things, why didn't we get our deposit? Back? Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember, the banister fell off. We kicked the ceiling in. I remember being so annoyed. What do you mean we didn't get it back? It's ridiculous. What a, what a twat. That yeah. Is the final yeah. thing on this story. I really remember a night where we're having lots of people over a loud music party, and yes. then like at like four a.m. the police knocked on the door oh, yeah. not happened to me loads of my life yeah, and yeah, yeah the police yeah. knock on and we were like you know really serious human beings at the door we're so sorry yeah that's terrible no we will we will tell them to keep it down it's yeah. not okay it's 4am we'll go in yeah. door closes Michael turns around and goes fight the feds <laughs> and I was like Michael oh, shut the fuck up I can hear you they're literally <laughs> like, outside like, you literally just said I did I did I, re- I remember that I remember so that, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that getting out, getting out some. Oh my god! Some early frustrations. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
very funny. That's so funny. Oh, God. That is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, wow. What a, what, a, what a beautiful uni experience. Because it was seasoned, it was really seasoned actors these guys are. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was great, man. It was great. It was, it was like literally three of the best years of my life. It was yeah. so It was so very good. fun. And yeah. it's funny because like we were talking earlier about, and it kind of leads on to what we're talking about today, about like yeah. tokenism and being yeah. the, only per- the only person of X in the room. Yeah. And apart from, you remember Eliana, who went, who yes. I went to synagogue with yes yes up. yes like shout I, out to eliana shout out to eliana yeah and i routinely would be the only jewish person in the room yeah like yeah. Ru- routinely yeah. it's sort of like a weird thing and like there's this strangeness with, mm. with, being, with having white skin and being mm. jewish because yeah. you're like okay i'm not officially white according to mm. these rules that people make up that are yes. obviously bullshit <laughs> 100, 100, 100. so but then i have in inev- like undeniably white privilege and white skin and mm-hmm. all that sort of mm-hmm. thing but then you're like okay but in this room i don't have the same life experience mm. as yeah. these people yeah. and it's quite it's quite weird and quite hard so yeah. like yeah, amongst yeah, yeah. all those amazing like acting experiences that we had yeah remember those loads of little sensitive issues that you're a bit like yeah hmm yeah what should i say about this yeah. i can't be the only voice yeah and yeah, yeah suddenly yeah. like we were it's, saying earlier yeah. speaking for a whole group of people mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Just me. Oh my god. Really it's hard. the it's the microaggressions I think in those situations. I think a lot of the mm. time like when you're younger it's like oh sometimes you don't even realize it but when you get to a place like university I think you kind of are more aware of who you are. Yeah. And because you're, it's like a massive melting pot of different people from different walks of life. Yeah. And when you're. Or you the, expect it to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, then yeah. you're the token friend or the token person in the group. And yeah. then you're like. Oh, I I sort of kind of stick out here, or I yeah. Of, people are looking at me strange because yeah. I'm not from the communities in which I'm used to be. Mm. And how did you navigate that? Like, how was that? Was it? Would you say it was something that you were battling with on a regular basis? Mm. Not really. I think mm. I think it crops up in unexpected places, mm. and I think that's because of the strange invisibility. Yeah, mm. having white skin and being Jewish, and yeah. also like I speak with a relatively relaxed RP Londony accent. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm not religious really in any way mm-hmm. but like my upbringing was in orthodox Judaism I know 100%. all of the texts all of the like do you know yeah. what I mean yeah. Yeah. all of yeah. the texts is a ridiculously untrue brag yeah. but I was like I'm aware Have a of cook that right now <laughs> I was like wow that's just so wrong but um this <laughs> Like, does it? Uh, well, no. just say Habakkuk. You said Habakkuk. Is is that, it, that's not that's right. in the Bible. No, that's not. What's Habakkuk? I think you sneeze. No, that's not right. No, no. you want to go. The Torah is the first five. Yeah, yeah, go on then, go on then. Anyway, sorry, he's a little bit ignorant. Well, well, here we go. (laughs) No, I'm joking. It's just... (laughs) No, um, so basically, obviously, we're Christians, so the first five books of the Bible, what Mm. we're taught is that it's in the Torah as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same as the Old Testament. Yeah. 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 Um, It's probably given different names. So that is is essentially, I'm guessing he assumed when you said I can recite the thing, he meant some of the first five books. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like, so I went to, going back to when you were saying, tell me a bit about yourself, I feel like yeah. I missed a lot of it. But, like, <laughs> growing up, <laughs> went straight, straight to, to Andrew. Yeah, yeah, went yeah. straight to Kanye West in the ceiling. Um, but, no, so I grew up, my family was Orthodox Jewish. Yeah. And I went to a Jewish primary school. Yeah. From, Could you just explain to us what Orthodox Jewish actually is? Sure. So, and as ever, like, I'm not at all the expert on any of this. I'm yeah. just saying what my experience of it was. Of course, exactly. There's three main strands of Judaism in the same way as you have Baptists or Protestants or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's Orthodox Judaism, yeah. which is, uh, shall we say, like the old-fashioned, to the letter, quite religiously extreme version of yeah, yeah, Jewishness yeah. and okay. Jewish life. Mazorti Judaism, which is... 
and I'm probably getting this wrong, but I would understand it as kind of a halfway house between okay. Orthodox and Reform Judaism, mm. okay. which is much more modern and uh, pushes the boundaries of like gender equality, right. of a lot of the kind of more homophobic aspects of yes. religious doctrine, yeah. and is a lot more sort of keeps up with the times. So yeah, there's loads yeah, yeah, of different, yeah, yeah. especially oh. with gender, there's loads of stuff about like in Orthodox Judaism. So women aren't allowed to sing publicly because mm. it's too it's too alluring mm. and it's like mm. yeah sorry I I've been told that I'm quite alluring let's keep it PG but yeah and there's there's sort of strange rules around this so like I know my sisters felt very left out of some of these conversations so like I used to every Saturday or when I could perform there's a a psalm which children sing in synagogue to the whole mm-hmm. community called Anim Zimara. It's a beautiful psalm. Mm-hmm. And I used to sing it and it was like a big part of, you know, it was really special the weekends yeah. on, on Saturday when I'd go to synagogue to shul. Yeah. And I know my older, I remember my older sister saying, why can't I do that? Yeah. And it's like, well, you're just not allowed. Yeah. You can't sing in front of all those men. Yeah. The men sit around the main yeah. holy section called the Bimmer. Yeah. The women were way up in the gallery. Yeah. And a lot of this has changed. And yeah. my synagogue is orthodox, but kind of a little bit pushing the boundaries of being yeah. progressive which yeah. I really like yeah. but it's still rooted in the past yeah. and as we know with old fashioned religion yeah. change does happen but at a glacial pace yes. really. yeah. Yeah. it's like the slowest section 100%. of change yeah. in 100%. any community I 100%. feel like the yeah. religious elements of things like, yeah. it doesn't matter what religion it is things yeah. just it's also, yeah it's, it's also I find I find that a lot about like um like African Christian churches mm. like we have a lot of there's a there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of questioning when it comes to like gender equality or homophobia and I think I think a lot of it is always be- is a lot of it's based in culture as well because yeah because I think back in the day in the 80s like um our parents would have used church as like a space to actually find people who went to the same country as you totally, like speak yeah. the same language kind of feel like you're at home kind of mm. eat that food that your parents were making so it also was like a real social kind of protection as well as as well mm. as this is where we come to this is where we come to worship god um yeah yeah, yeah I just thought, I thought, I've always I always find that really interesting because I was I was thinking when you were talking about your sisters, I was mm. like, um, did that see? Did that ever feel strange for you in the moment, or were you just like, oh, this, this is just what it, this yeah. is, just kind of what Some, it is? Sometimes you go older and you begin to question these things. Yeah. but I think growing up, it's just it's all that it's you what know, it is. I yeah, think. exactly. But so, uh, yeah, I I think I didn't question it that much, and yeah. then my older sister was, shall we say, very rebellious. Yeah, and I think pushed at some of these boundaries, and then my parents split up. My dad was right. more the kind of pusher of Jewish rules. Yeah, he leaves. Yeah, and then suddenly I'm like oh, all these norms around what yeah. you know these pillars of Judaism and my life should be this yeah. is you know on Saturday you keep Shabbat I don't know mm. if you guys know what that is mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah Sabbath you don't have any electricity so yeah. I guess I didn't actually have that many non-Jewish friends, so I wouldn't have anything to compare it to. But yeah. there's no computers, there's no TV, yeah. there's no turning on lights, yeah. there's none of that stuff for yeah. the whole day. Yeah. And people now when I explain that to them, think that's so weird, you know, no TV on Saturdays. But I loved it. Yeah. yeah. I, I genuinely loved it because yeah. it was the one time in the week, so you have Friday night dinner mm-hmm. on Saturdays, you couldn't be, I mean, there were no phones back then, yeah. you couldn't be speaking to someone on the phone, mm-hmm. yeah. you'd be watching TV, yeah. you'd go out for walks with yeah. your family, my dad and I would play football in the back garden, yeah. I'd play board games. Yeah. Like, those are really nice. nice memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to have that, mm-hmm. and so I think, 
as ever, there's a nugget of real wisdom and brilliance and truth within a lot of religious doctrine. Yeah. Mm. But it gets so het up with specific rules and mm. sometimes very offensive rules mm. and mm. Uh, mm. often things that really limit people's enjoyment of that yeah. nugget of wisdom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beautifully That's put. so interesting. I I went to a Seventh-day Adventist school mm. um, and they're a, a branch off of Christianity mm. who are quite... Um, I guess connected to some of the Jewish rules and customs. Yeah, so, like the Sabbath was taken. Like the Saturday. Sabbath. Like, mm. So yeah. So they um, they keep the Sabbath, um, and they don't do the electricity on Saturday. They do, it's sunset to sunset. So it's sunset on Friday to sunset oh, on so Saturday. Cool. Mm. So they don't use any electricity. They don't buy anything. They don't. It's very much like a it's a, like a sacred holy day. Yeah, exactly the same. Yeah. But yeah. then obviously, like it was we, it was interesting because coming from so my concept of religion was sort of like I've been shopped around lots of different Christian mm. um, denominations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, it yeah. was really interesting, and obviously my knowledge on Judaism was like probably what I knew in primary school, which was kind of what you get taught in like yeah. RS. Yeah, 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 yeah like yeah, RE yeah. sort of teaching. So yeah. when I um, went to this Seventh Adventist secondary school. I was like being a coming from a um Pentecostal Nigerian church. Yeah. I was like, hold on a sec. I I I know these rules to be Jewish. Mm. So yeah. what's what are you guys doing? Yeah. This is weird. Yeah. Like how what is the connection? Like, mm. do you know what I mean? And mm. I think it's just I just find it really interesting. Yeah. Um And you both you both went you both went to schools that were very kind of like I think even me as well, like just very based in. You're not going to see too many other people from too many other different religions. Yeah. Like um, yeah. I, yeah. I went I went to a Catholic school um in Preston, and um there was I think there were a couple Sikhs and a couple Muslims, mm. but we're talking we're talking like maybe three or four five at the very. But you most. also told me before that you were like the only black yeah. person in your yeah, world yeah, in yeah. like a massive area. Yeah, I was. I was so yeah, I was. I was the only. I was. I think there were. There were. And there were like one or two mixed race people mm. um, from like black heritage who had like one, one black parent, um, and I was the I was the only black I was the only black male I know from mm. that from that school yeah and it was it was weird it was weird like you just like it, I, you, I think a lot of my friends from college would go back onto my um, Facebook and like go back and just see the pictures and be like Michael was just like around loads of white boys and it's just mm. like how did that how was that and it's it was it's it's just always it's always it's always really interesting going back to the tokenism. Thing. Thing because when you're and also what you what you're kind of saying about your sisters is when you're really young you don't really actually understand any of these big kind of worldly concepts mm. you're just kind of living through things and go oh that was weird or oh that made me feel uncomfortable yeah or, that was strange yeah. or but you don't really know how to like how to um express yourself in those ways or, or to yeah. bring it into a yeah. conversation and there are moments aren't there i feel like growing up they're like lines in the sand of your development mm. where you yeah. go oh Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm different, or or yeah, this God. is wrong, oh or whatever. God. Yeah. So and true. It, it's sort of the, those little sparks that ignite in your brain, and yeah. it's so hard to kind of when you don't have them to yeah. come out of that that bubble. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I wanted, I wanted to ask, like, obviously, you mentioned before about having this sort of like white skin. Yeah. But then also being a minority, like, I can't imagine navigating that mm. because yeah. for me sometimes that that almost seems a little bit more difficult like i i can i'm black like yeah. i walk into a room i can't hide that i yeah. can't yeah. change that there's yeah. nothing i can i can't there's not i can't take that away yeah. mm. but i wonder if you walk into a room and people like go he's a jew or is it something that you have to sort of 
is it like your identity that you have to sort of be like, okay, this is what's yeah. going on with me. This is who do you I find, am. Do you find this? Do you find this in the? Do you find this in the back of people's minds? Do you yeah, do, are people do, so. do people raise an eyebrow and go, oh, he? I, but there's an invisibility to it, and like mm. you said, you can't. That's the the difference between the 100% always being a different skin color or a different gender. You cannot mm. turn that off when mm. you walk yeah. into a room. Mm. But the strange invisibility of Judaism. David Badil's a great term called like we're Schrodinger's whites, mm. which I think is really beautiful. It's wow. like yeah. You you know neo Nazis or people yes. who believe in these ridiculous doctrines and mm-hmm. peddle these agendas. It's like yeah. yeah, Jews are the ultimate enemy. We're both we're both low and high. You're yeah. controlling everything in yeah. the you're supreme leaders of the world, and you're like dirty horrible rats. And yeah. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I how am I both? How am <laughs> yeah. I both? Yeah, yeah. How can that work? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh exactly. really? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, but then exactly. you know yeah. maybe different to a lot of people of color. I never yeah. had like a problem with the police growing up. I yeah, that was yeah, never yeah. a problem for me. And I, I I would seek if I was in trouble, I would seek the help of police. And yeah. I know from yeah. my friends that was not the case for yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah. there's a difference in that and like you said i have been in situations where like people i've known for a while yeah suddenly are like what are you doing for christmas mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know who i am yeah or worse will be like uh fucking that dude's got loads of money or whatever or you know yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah, or like yeah, classic yeah, yeah. they're all in control of everything and i'm yeah. like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Sorry, on that point, the the thing I always uh, find really funny and that I always joke about uh, with the they're in control of everything, they invaded Iraq, they are in control of the code vaccines. I'm like, yeah. no one invited me. Yeah, what yeah, the yeah, hell? Which one I live yeah. in a really is there, a, is, there a, a cast, is there like a, a contract that I need to sign? <laughs> yeah, yeah, What's yeah, happening? Yeah. What like, happened? You're in charge of everything and they make all the money. Can I can, can I get I involved? Yeah, what yeah. the hell? Yeah, so yeah. that is a clear misconception about Jewish people in the Jewish yeah. community what, yeah. where do you feel like that has actually come from because uh, I mean we, we would be we'd be it, it would almost be ridiculous to say but we haven't heard it yeah because yeah. like, it's, it's, yeah. it's spread everywhere and also what's really interesting um, Illuminati videos yeah. I don't yes. know if you guys have a new Illuminati videos something that I used to rapidly follow as a kid mm. I don't know if a part of it was the connection to like Christianity and hell and like the and kind also hip hop culture as well and hip hop culture and like this kind of like using using religion as a way to like kind of scare people into mm. it's, it's the end Believing. of the world because mm-hmm. you look at you go you go into you go into half of of, of our African parents' phones they're going to be telling you something about a chip that's going to me and my mother were in the train station yesterday and we spoke to this lovely um, evangelist Christian man who um assumed that we were Christian and started singing mm. like, oh what a really lovely conversation and he was talking about he was talking about like Holy Spirit and like the connection of people and all of this lovely mm. stuff and then he was like you know and then they're going to put they're a chip, put and a chip they, in and when they arms. put when they put the chips in the arms and the chips in the head guys mm. you know um, it's uh, and they were like oh, yeah and it was yeah. like ah oh. it, it went from a great conversation to this yeah. like fear based yeah. thing but then I also go again with the Illuminati videos and stuff like that it, it really does propel this sort of anti-Semitic hundred like, percent, yeah. Because yeah. because of the, Rock, the Rockefellers are, are like, like the Rockefellers are like one of the biggest parts of that conversation. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a there's a lot of what I realized, kind of maybe maybe like maybe a couple of years ago was when I used to watch those videos. They were so they were they were made by white supremacists, mm. yeah. and um, there was so much like Jay Z's Jay Z uh, Obama is Obama is the um, is the Antichrist. Um, Jay Z yeah. and Beyonce are in. It was very QAnon, doesn't it? It's yeah, sort of yeah. resurfacing in a different guy. Exactly, exactly, and and it's so it's so wild how easy those things were just like spread, spread. and believed by yeah. everyone, yeah. and um, yeah, and 
that's just that's just one example. Mm. But yeah, it's it's that 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 form of that form of oppressive language has been has has been seen everywhere in comedians and yeah. in, in TV shows and like I know Family Guy does it. Like um, yeah, well, I think also like humankind's desire to connect the dots is really mm. hard to escape. There's lo- a lot of in, genuinely in real in real life. There's yeah. a lot of forces that are outside of your control that dictate right. your life. Yeah, you know, like trickle down economics and the taxation system. And yeah. you don't, most people obviously don't really understand them. I don't really yeah. understand all the way they, they work myself. Yeah, and then yeah, suddenly yeah, they're, make, they're making your life actively worse. Mm. And it's, uh, I guess, a lot, uh, a much easier solution to blame it on the other, to other someone else. 100%. Yes. Of course. Of course. But in answer to your question, like I couldn't possibly tell you where that has come from, mm. apart from maybe humanity's desire to other people. But it's mm. one of the oldest tropes, like yeah. in, mm. in oppressive, in just history of 100. like people existing, religions yeah. existing. Yeah. The Jews are controlling the world. The yeah. Jews are doing it. Blame the Jews. Yeah. You know, people have used language of traitors or conspiracies yeah. or cabals or whatever yeah. it is, yeah. but it's extremely old. And I think what's really hard is separating like genuine critique of um, existing establishments mm. that are maybe a little bit sketchy yeah. from conspiratorial thinking that descends into othering and anti-Semitism. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, have, yeah, you, yeah. have you had like a really interesting conversation with someone who isn't a Jew that kind of combines those two sort of elements um well not off the top of my head specifically but i i know people i think this has surfaced a little bit with the anti-vax movement Mm. where i think it's sort of like you said that like they're gonna put a chip into you and they're gonna do this (laughs) and then that sort of gets links like you said like george soros and whatever Mm. rothschilds and sort of names crop up that you're Mm. like okay well this is based in a lot of very old anti-semitic thinking yeah yeah and so i don't know specifically if that's happened to me but i definitely or i've talked to a lot of well a few people who are anti-vaxxers that have had that sort of rhetoric of like Mm. well yeah we don't know we don't know what they're putting in our bodies Mm. but something that was interestingly pointed out to me about like you said that person you met on the tube Mm. um uh, this po- podcast I listened to, a guy lives in Brixton, and he was like, yeah, there's a big West African community there, a lot of whom were massively let down by the government due to the Windrush scandal. Mm-hmm. And that same government is now saying, you need to get this like vaccine Im- implanted into your body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's sometimes better to understand the root of why people mistrust. Yeah, why yeah, yeah. are you mistrusting the government or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Even if it is very misguided, and yeah. even if those same people, yeah, if they collapse, they're yeah. going to want drugs and stuff yeah. from the, yeah. th- those same people. Yeah. yeah, it's just interesting that I've not thought of that side of it. Yeah, I just, I think that like, I don't know how we can, because I spend my, a lot of my existence trying to debunk these stereotypes of black women. Mm-hmm. Um, I And I feel like there is some sort of movement going with that maybe not i don't know um mm. you know Sorry, but I, i'm 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 i can't represent the entire community of black women like we were saying before but i can sort of be like well there is a sort of we're not uh we're, a monolith. we're not a monolith yeah. there, mm. there's there's variety here 100. and um if a lot of people's base knowledge of jewish people is like they're rich and they control the world and they i but like i don't know any other Jewish person except you. Mm-hmm. So my experiences, and if my knowledge is completely, Jewish people are rich and they control yeah. the world mm. and no one's counteracted that. I've yeah. never met a Jewish person that is like, what are you talking about? Mm. Yeah. How, how can I, I don't even know the, the real question, but like, how mm. can I like, how, how do we debunk that sort of thing? Because it's, it's, 
it's, it's, it's I think it's it's just it's harmful and I, it's a bit weird. Yeah, I but, agree. Yeah. What sort of we we prepared to talk a little bit about casting today, and I think mm. some of that comes down to art and media, like getting mm. more stories out. Like I cannot deny that I grew up with a, a high level of privilege. Like okay. I grew up mm. in Belsize Park. Mm. Like yeah. fine, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not I'm not denying that. <laughs> but then like you look at one person and extrapolate data about like a, a massive diaspora of people. Mm. Yeah, that's mm. complete and also just factually incorrect. If you yeah. look at mm. in Britain, the po- the compared to the population of actual people, the percentage of those people that are millionaires, I think South Asians, I think, are the largest community that have mm-hmm. a, like large deal of money. That doesn't yeah. say anything about no. the wider South Asian community. Mm. No. But Jews are very very far down the list compared to Christians. Yeah. And I wouldn't meet a Christian living in like you know, a flat in Dulwich. Yeah. you like, you guys are super rich. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any for sense. Real, for real, for real. Um, and I'm sorry if I got some of the data wrong. I'm sort of extrapolating no, no, yeah, from uh, yeah. David Bedil's book, Jews no, Don't no, Count. No. But yeah. like, there's a lot of factual inaccuracy that's just, you know, like you said, people see Jews on screen maybe mm. in stereotypical roles having mm. a large amount of money and they mm. think, great, that's my image of what mm. Judaism is yeah. in the same way they might see films about terrorists in Syria and they think, that's my image of Islam. Great. Mm. Yeah, and this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a, this is a big problem when yeah. it comes to visibility yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, we yeah. then have communities that don't necessarily interact with yeah. people who they don't know, religions or cultures that they don't yeah. uh, understand. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they only have images through the media. Mm. And it's, yeah. it's difficult to correct that. And there's some great work that's being done to correct that. But there's often a feeling that I get that Jews are sort of left out of the conversation. I feel you. Mm. Do you, do you feel, do you feel protected by society our government our police in regarding to in, in regards to like anti-semitism do you feel like there's enough put out there for protection or or or, or not not so much yeah, yes and no i think interesting yeah, yeah we're such i'm we're all products of our environment and i yeah. was like raised in a way that i'm like if i call 999 the police will come and help me yeah that will be fine yeah but like I've never had to do that. Yeah. That's never happened in my life. Yeah. That's the assumption in my head. Yeah. yeah. But I know people who felt very let down by the police. There was right. an incident in Trafalgar Square with Orthodox Jews who, like we were saying before, are very visibly Jewish. Yeah. There's the very stereotypical outfit of a large mm-hmm. black coat, a long beard, etc. Mm-hmm. So there was a group of Orthodox Jews who went to a Hanukkah menorah lighting ceremony in Trafalgar Square and were just mm-hmm. targeted with violence and anti-Semitic abuse. Yeah. Loads of them had to go to hospital and like it's really awful. And this is in our back garden in Trafalgar yeah, Square in yeah, London yeah. terms. Lo- yeah. 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 And yeah. like. At now, anti-Semitism in Europe is at its highest mm. since the 1930s. Mm-hmm. So this is clearly a really big and developing problem. Mm-hmm. And I think it's wrong for me to suggest, oh, all the other oppressions are taken really seriously. Mm-hmm. Of course mm-hmm. they're not. Of course, mm-hmm. there's loads of work that can be done. People do. People do feel like that. There, I, I know. I know. I've, I know. I've found myself having that conversation in 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 frustration. Um, at certain points, or like at certain politicians, or or certain yeah. things. Because I think. I think also. This is maybe maybe a little bit too political, but I believe that sometimes what we what I find politically is that like companies and politicians will kind of align themselves with what's kind of hot at the moment. Mm, and 100%. right now, I right now I feel like being black is hot. I feel like it's it's kind of like <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like yeah, Joe sexy. Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like but it that, is in Kamala Harris. I feel like it's a little bit 
sexy right now. But that must be such a mean? burden of like, I have to be the new hot thing when you're like, this is just who I am. Yeah. yeah. Can yeah, I not yeah, just yeah. be me? Yeah, you, yeah, we yeah. talked a lot about like nerdy culture a little bit at uni. Yeah, yeah. Where you're like, people assume X and Y about me. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Yeah, I can be into those things, but yeah. I can also be a big Marvel super fan. 100%. Be into like comics or whatever. Yeah. I love like, John Mayer and, and listen to rock music. Yeah, exactly. And people don't ever assume But then that. the amount of white people, Michael, that would come up to you yeah. at uni and yeah. be like, hip hop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shut up. I told you both about about the story of being in a um hip hop about being in a um a, in a in a party and getting told to do the Carlton dance yeah, yeah, and yeah. because I had Will Smith on my shirt and I did it yeah. and the reason why I did it I felt like an idiot afterwards but it was like that I think um I, it's always really hard to tell that story because as soon as you go I did it you kind of feel like you hear like a group of black people just going coon yeah. coon coon um, you know what I mean? yeah. but really it's like it wasn't because I was trying to appease it was because I was nervous mm, and it's like yeah. that whole kind of hey you can do that you're like Ah oh, fuck! Maybe yeah. if I do this, they'll go away, and then you're like, "Why the fuck did I just do that?" And um, there's all yeah, there's there's a I, lot of this strange pressure around culture. I think yeah. that's it. I, I kind of want to bring that conversation into sort of like casting as mm. well because 100. like I can imagine. Obviously, I've never been on an audition and stuff, but mm. I can imagine like when you're in an audition room and the casting agent maybe asks you to do something mm -mm. that is slightly stereotypical or leans a little bit more to the stereotype in which you have to sort of embody. Mm. I, I wonder whether it's smarter to play, to play, the, up. To play the game yeah. and, and be super Jewish yeah. or <laughs> yeah, yeah. be super black. Yeah. And get the role, yeah, or and and have them and and perpetrate yeah. the stereotype. Yeah. Or, then you're cast based on that. Well, just yeah, yeah. yeah. just to, just to cut in before Sam answers, we have been in many situations where, um, right now, because um, maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm being I'm being too cynical, but because right now I believe that black is a hot thing, mm. we are getting a lot of conversations with production companies or individuals, general meetings based on mm. this on on what on production companies that are trying to become a little bit more diverse or looking for diverse work and um yeah. really wanting to champion that black story <laughs> and we've had we've had a lot of that mm -hmm. but um currently what currently um currently the job that we're working on we can't really speak about but the job that we're working on right now we haven't actually had that we've actually had the opposite where it's just kind of like you know the story's really good and that makes us feel really good because that actually makes us feel yeah. like writers not black writers yeah. and yeah. it's like because we we assign ourselves as black writers because we're black and we write and we write black characters um but it's 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 a lot it's, it's so much better when you're making that decision yourself mm. rather than when someone's putting totally. on you and how do you find how do you find how, because but then that's that's just one part of the conversation because then we're also having a massive conversation right now as a society where people are like we need to see more um more diversity and yeah. do you feel do you feel that do you do you want to feel do you want to see more jewish roles do you want to play more jewish men yeah because yeah, like how how is how are jews included in that conversation because sometimes yeah. when the diversity word is like put out mm. they're almost just talking about black people yeah, they don't mean that they yeah yeah totally do you know what black i mean it's black just people like, women yeah or, yeah. Um, yeah sometimes not even women yeah it's uh, yeah. just sometimes yeah. it's just like oh we need a black person in here so we don't well, get and, do you know and maybe yeah. maybe that's because maybe, maybe yeah. that maybe that is because of the movement of twitter and that whole like mm. 
I don't, um, for lack of a better word, the complaining that has been happening for like maybe 10 years of just like everyone being like, we don't want to watch this fucking slave movie anymore. Yeah. Javita, we're not going to go watch that shit. And, um, and or yeah. like, or like kiddothood not doing as well as it can. Um, Jamie, or what was it? Brotherhood. Oh, should, should never make a film ever again. <laughs> but, um, boo to no Clark. But, um, but even with that, like he had problems trying to get that film out because people didn't want to see stabbing stories anymore. And yeah. Blue Story has the same thing. So it's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird one, but sorry. No, else, it's so hard one. and you're, you're so right. And like, it's hard when people feel like I've been complaining about this for a long time. Yeah. Very little is being done. And it's like, oh, it's here. And is it what I wanted? I'm not really sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of the Jewish thing, I think it's it's really difficult because there's a lot of examples of like really good um, shows or films that are made about like really specifically Jewish stories. Yeah. And that's great. And yeah. it's great to see that. And that visibility is really important. Nine times out of 10, they have like no Jews involved. Mm. And I was, I literally wow. was going to ask that question. I was yeah. like, because of that yeah. cloak of invisibility. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Jojo Rabbit, I don't know whether we watched Jojo Rabbit, but I don't know if there were any. Yeah. Jews. yeah. I don't actually know. I've not I know, seen I know, Jojo I know Scarlett Johansson is Jewish. Okay. I yeah, know yeah. Yeah. But you again, again, invisibility. That might that might be completely. You, I don't know. <laughs> Let me Google that before I just come and put that out. I have out no there. idea. But again, like invisibility, someone you see. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Fine. But like, so Friday Night Dinner is a really good example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Really mm -hmm. great sitcom that places itself very centrally in the life of like lower middle class British Judaism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that is Friday Night Dinner is like a really real cornerstone to British tradition yeah, every yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. 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 And like, it's all about that, and it's yeah. a fantastic show. I find it really funny. Yeah. But like, there's of the main four in that cast none of them are Jewish Tom Rosenthal I think that the, the older brother mm -hmm. was but then he's like made a statement saying I renounce all my Judaism which is oh, fine right. he's enough. allowed to do yeah, that of course. but then it's very weird because then I to watch then. it and I'm like okay would this be improved with Jewish actors yeah mm. Probably not, to be honest. I don't, I don't know what it would do if it would change it. Well, yeah. But it's weird that then there's no one involved. In, I know Tracy yeah. Ann Oberman is, that, she's like Auntie Val in it, I think. She's yeah. Jewish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She talks a lot about that sort of stuff on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, do, I don't know what that does. Mm. And I don't know if it would improve or detract from that show. Yeah. There's also Ridley Road, who got in a lot of trouble recently. Because so that's all about... Um, I, th I think, and I've not seen it, like Oswald Mosley and his, the March of the Black Shirts. It's called the Battle okay. of Cable Street, which my oh. great-grandfather was actually at, okay. oh. which is amazing. And yeah. it was this, the march of these British fascists going down a really Jewish community and mm. it was obviously all erupted in violence. Mm. My great-grandfather was thrown in a jail cell, kind of proud of that. that nice. Which um, cool. is kind of cool. <laughs> and it's this sort of family story that no one really talks, no one really yeah. knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grandpa got... Simon, shout out. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> shout out Grandpa Simon, man. But, um, coming on the yeah. block, coming on the block. Yeah, yeah. yeah coming on this he's, block. He's Post it up. <laughs> yeah, post it up. <laughs> Again, like a community of, of Jews in the old East End in London. Who yeah. Were like unbelievably poor. Yeah. Like that the East End now it's like hipster and cool and shoreditch. 100, 100. But like it didn't used has, to be child. Yeah, yeah. And it, <laughs> it, it was like a home for like immigrants or people who have suffered like from persecution because it was cheap yeah. housing mm. and yeah. the Jewish East End was a massive thing. Yeah. And yeah. it's really weird that then people are like, oh Jews have loads of money. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is factually not true. Yeah. And so Ridley Road got in a lot of trouble when I think some people pointed out on Twitter like there are no Jews involved in this cast what the hell yeah. nothing about us without us etc yeah. and it's really annoying because I've not seen it but I've heard yeah. it's very very good they sort of scrabbled around the producers and said like oh this actor just found out her grandma might have been Jewish <laughs> so, like, is that okay I it's so I'm hard I'm not sure about yeah. that yeah. I, don't, no, I mean like yeah. come on like, I'm, I'm going okay. to come out and say no and, that's not okay and in the, on the more personal level so my mum booked tickets to this show Falsettos at the, mm -hmm. the other palace theatre which is is like in the West End mm -mm -mm. and um, 
Falsettos, as far as I know, is a musical that was written in the 90s by two Jewish writers. Mm. And it's very, very like self-deprecating Judaism. Mm. The opening number is called Four Jews in a Room Bitching. <laughs> and like, I can imagine if you're doing that in New York, yeah. with the biggest Jewish community in the world, yeah, bigger yeah, yeah, than yeah. Israel or any yeah. other place, yeah. um, that is sort of okay. You're kind of laughing at yourself and yeah, for an audience yeah. who are laughing at themselves, fine. Yeah. I went to it with my, and it got in loads of trouble, by the way, because there was no one Jewish involved in the cast Ooh. they had an Israeli consultant and you're yeah. like there are so many problems <laughs> yeah. with that yeah, that yeah, is just yeah. inviting anti-Semitism yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, I went to see it and I had, didn't know what the opening song was going to be and me and my mum sat there and it's like four Jews in a room bitching and I was yeah, like oh man oh god and, yeah. I stayed, and I stayed for the whole thing and it was so problematic and yeah. I was furious at it because it was yeah. like all these really really important and sacred um items of Judaism, the mm. talis, the, the candlesticks, being treated mm. like they're nothing on stage. Mm. And you're like, not only is this, there's no casting, it's like clearly there's no respect and there's mm. a lack of understanding of what you're doing. Yeah. And you're like looking around the audience and you're like, you're all white people all laughing at this. Mm. And I'm like, in what way are you inviting the audience to sort of punch to, down? To, yes, mm. exactly. And I would say, what was the de- what was the demographic of the audience? Yeah, it's West End, so yeah. it's like posh but, white yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. Rich white people. Posh white people looking at posh white people. Yeah. Laughing at laughing at, at people yeah. that like, are not posh white and people. Like, yeah. And the yeah. temptation, right, is for me to go, oh, imagine if this was X, then it'll be treated seriously. Mm. But I'm not saying that mm. it would have been treated any more seriously. I feel you. But sometimes there's a feeling to put it in the way that David Baddiel puts it in his book that Jews don't count. Mm. It's like yeah. a yeah, oh, yeah. they're not it's not a real oppression. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Which, we don't which need is, to have a Twitter hate storm about is, that. So yeah. that's that's a I think that's a really, really good um segue into the Whoopi Goldberg situation. Yeah. Um which I which I which I'm really interested to hear what your what your point your your opinion on it. Because mm-hmm. I think um again, like Hearing, hearing, hearing Whoopi, hearing Whoopi talk about what, hearing Whoopi talk about um, taking taking away Judaism for a second, hearing Whoopi Goldberg talking about white people, the first thing that like my my black allegiance does is go, I'm, I'm fucking with Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. Do you, yeah, have, yeah. Do you, get, do you get what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm not yeah. white. Partially me too. Because yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I see someone who's oppressed challenging the status quo. Whoa, 100, go. 100, yeah, 100, 100, exactly. And I think, I think that um I I this is I I love having conversations like this and I I love these conversations when people are being when people are as honest as possible because yeah. I think that's where we are able to learn because I think when Whoopi Goldberg is out here talking about um white people fighting with white people mm. the first thing in my head I don't necessarily actually go oh there's a difference between being Jewish and being white because mm. from from my understanding of oppression mm. it's always just been white people do you understand yeah. living in living in england and living in england and and having the really wild experiences that i've had yeah. it was like it was like you could have been i've, I've had racism from spanish people from french people from from <laughs> probably from jewish people yeah. and but like not 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 like that that is exacerbating or 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 justifying any any type of any type of repre- any type of oppression of any mm. group but it does make your brain go there's I do a there's a lot of the time when you get frustrated. We're just like, man, it's just like I, I it's still part of my language, man. White people, bro. I said yeah. it on the last podcast when we were talking about West Side Story. I was like, these are well, these white people in in um in the in, yeah there's the, the, the goal of <laughs> yeah, like, yeah yeah to like, be able we'll to just do that, do a bit of because, paint on their face and because, it's fine and that, exactly. obviously that's terrible. And yeah. I think Akala Akala made a really good point where um 
which I think, which I think, kind of links in with what I'm saying. Akala said that a lot of the time, black kids would talk, would look at other black kids and be like, "Oh, you're acting white." And a lot of the time, what they weren't actually saying that, "Oh, you look white to me." What they were saying is, "Oh, you look rich. You look different. Yeah. You look part of. Yeah, you yeah. look part of the. You look part of the machine. Something you're 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 working as part of. Like what you're look you're looking like what the oppressor looks like to us. And what what I've learned as growing up is that actually we're in this space where it's not just it's 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 not actually based on the individual mm. it's actually way ba- way more based on the system that's there mm. and the system that's there a lot of the people that are within the system don't even even half the time know that they're actually being used or by don't system. know that they're perpetuating it exactly yeah, totally. and I think I think we'll we'll we'll, we'll come on to um, your viewpoint on it Sam but I think mm. from the f- before really going deeply into it and really thinking about it just firstly hearing her talking about like oh well there's white people killing white people mm. or um or um, I can't even necessarily, I don't even ne- ne- remember exactly what she was saying, but um, the the basis of like two white groups, I was like, well, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of hear, I kind of hear what she's saying. taking away that Jewish people are a race of people. I yeah. That's, that's what she was doing. And yeah. I think, I think that the reason why she got suspended was because of her maybe swooping ignorance of over yeah something over, that she over might something not necessarily know that yeah 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 um yeah and there's so many issues at play here and the, mm. the kind of the primary going into this is like Whoopi Goldberg apparently chose so it's a stage name as far as I know yes mm. yes more about yeah 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 it's... she chose Goldberg because she was like and that is a very that's like the most Jewish name by the way oh, okay. and she was like I'll choose Goldberg because it'll give me like power and status in Hollywood mm. so that going in is like a little bit of a difficult and offensive trope that's not mm. not really based on any truth yeah. not mm. blaming her for that. Mm. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm I mean, it's saying, interesting to know. That. That's an interesting yeah. precursor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talking about um, Jews only having white skin is also factually inaccurate. Mm. Yeah. Even if we just look at this country. Yeah. If you look at, there's a massive population of Jews in Kerala, in India, in Ethiopia, who do not have white skin. Yeah. Um, And there's a massive population of Sephardi Jews, Jews from Spanish culture. Yeah. Because like Jewish people throughout history have been so persecuted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's Mm -hmm. Jewish people Mm -hmm. who are very spread far and wide. Yeah. In what we call the kind of diaspora. Yeah. But, um, so sort of, claiming that it's all white is just wrong mm. and, yeah. and does a lot to other those Jewish people. But the problem is 100%. the only image we have are like very orthodox white Jewish men. Yes. Mm. And that's the, yeah. the same way as you say slave stories about black people on Netflix. Yeah. It's like, okay, we get the Holocaust movies yes. and the like super religious stories. Yes. Yeah. Very rarely is it anything else. So that's yeah, quite yeah. But the kind of nugget and the, the, the best point about this and that's really hard is I think like tread carefully when you tread on things as, as complex and difficult and emotionally powerful as the Holocaust. 100 percent Like and I think she treaded very and I think it's it's really hard because you're like, A, you're um alienating Roma and Sinti people, black mm. people, people mm. from um Slavic backgrounds who mm. were all murdered in the Holocaust as mm. well. Yeah. You're, mm. you're completely alienating them from mm. the conversation. Yeah. And B, you're you're talking like it makes no difference to the oppressor if someone yeah. says, oh, I don't actually believe in God. Yeah. And it's mm. like, you know, those people were rounded up and put in ghettos and, and killed as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, said, yeah, no, yeah. you're Jewish, get in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it makes yeah, no yeah, difference yeah. what you say and how you define your own yeah. religion. Yeah. When when push comes to shove and yeah. when um, historical examples of anti-Semitism have happened, yeah. people have just been rounded up and been told, you're Jewish, you're going as well. Yeah. And I think to talk about it as white people killing white people is, is just so inaccurate. If you yeah, know, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's a definitive power struggle for real also it doesn't 
it doesn't like help no. or, or no. change anything. Like it's like okay, well, what was the point of that point? Like mm. white people, can white people. What is it? Like oh, I don't mm. care. Like what what. I know. And what I'm, is your goal? Mm, there? And there's, mm, you know, it's mm. not like she should be silenced forever. I don't really like these ideas of like, you know, that that that's you know, you done. Yeah. Mm, like mm, I just mm, think mm, it's clearly someone who needs a lot of education about what that those stories actually yeah. are, how awful that tragedy yeah. is for so many people. Yeah. Mm. And I and, and I I sorry to cut in, Sam. I, I think I think a lot of people I, I, I think I think that's actually I think a lot of the things that you're saying, like 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 you're saying they're not. They're not in the public sphere. Yeah. Do you know what I mean we're not? We're, we're not told about. We're not talking that when whenever we hear black Jews, we're we're talking about hoteps who are like yes. we're the black Israelites. Yeah, that is a whole other and, that, and that's a that's a that's that's something all the way over there. Mm. Do you know what I mean um? So it's it it it's it. I think making my point at the beginning is really important to hear what you're saying because mm. when you bring them both together what you're finding is that like even within our own cultures like even within our own cultures i can even understand the process of i'm going to go and pick this name because this name is going to help me yeah, in the white fine. world yeah. but what you're what you're fa- what she's failing to understand is the oppression that is yeah. even within the decisions that she's making. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and yeah. it's, it's just not very it's educated. So, but it's like yeah, if I started exactly. a hip-hop career and was like, I'm going to be called, uh, you know, Jerome yeah. X. Or yeah, 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 100. Like, that is really wrong and really offensive because you're, you're treading over something we Because we got Iggy Azalea the fuck out of here. After, <laughs> but after Fancy was yeah, like after, one. After we were all dancing to Fancy. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. But no, I think that's a really important point because I think that... I think that ignorance is something that is so widespread in so many different communities mm. and I think that until we begin to have more conversations and conversations to listen not conversations to speak because I think what is going to happen is we are coming into a bit of an oppression Olympics where what it what what is going to happen is it's going to be like well because I, because I'm a black woman because that comes with all of this oppression I can say whatever the fuck I want because yeah. I know that I know that there are a lot of us as black people that have this chip on our shoulder but it's like I don't give a fuck what any other cultures out here or what any other oppressions out here because we have it the worst and this yeah, idea of we having it the worst is ridiculous but then and also you can argue like Whoopi Goldberg what worse do you have it honey yeah like how let, let's let's open up your bank account yeah yeah and yeah. have a look and see yeah how worse you have it yeah really? yeah because should compared I, should to I, people living on the streets should I, should yeah. I then the black say, people living on the streets should, exactly should I then say oh Whoopi Goldberg your experiences don't matter because you have more privilege than I do no Fact. that's not totally. the case like, no. you also are oppressed in your own way totally. even though we're both black women and it's I, different bro. but like I shouldn't dismiss you yep. because yeah. you have yep. your thing. And yep. I think that's something that weighs really heavily on people who have some degree of privilege, If you're, mm. even if you're white and working class yeah. or just white and middle class yeah, and yeah, a relatively yeah. normal life. Yeah. You could still have, be really depressed and yeah. have a really hard time of things. Exactly. And I think yeah. people can feel like I'm not allowed to talk about that. Oppression yeah. Olympics is a really great phrase because yeah. I don't know how helpful that is yeah. because I think we should treat it in a case-by-case way. Yeah. This can be hard for you because of X, but yeah. let's also listen to X yeah. who maybe, yeah. you know... Just because you're finding it hard doesn't mean you can use your 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 form of oppression to then oppression of oppression yeah, of a group totally or to, or to not or to not or also not be able to listen because I, I i i don't agree with the idea of making mistakes and just being chastised for it um if you're willing to learn 
totally. if you're willing to put yourself up and be like, hey, man, I, totally. oh, it was an ignorant dis- thing to say and from what I'm learning. Because yeah. you, but, but the thing is, you don't get that from the, from the fucking little Instagram um, apologies that everyone gets because yeah. everyone, yeah. everyone puts them out. And, and you also know, their yeah. PR wrote it. Yeah, and, every, and, and, yeah. They're all, and they're all the same. The, thing, like, the one I hate the most is the, con- the word continue is always used. Like we have said that <laughs> we will continue to work well with our like, Jewish community. We'll continue yeah, to Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Were you doing this before? you did it before. Well, exactly, I'm providing bro. no specifics Well, this is the thing. All. I think what Fact. Michael said about like, you know, um, people that say stupid things and then they sort of um, need to be educated and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I always go okay yeah but are they do they apologise or do they need to be educated now that they got caught yeah now that they get caught and the money is the money's gone you know Joe Rogan yeah yeah do they need to be like is it is it a thing where it's like oh man damn it they got it on 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 video yeah 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 yeah. oh okay let me just oh I need to be educated oh my god I'm so bad I'm so sorry yeah yeah. is is it like but I don't know what you're saying in your home talk about are you still do you still have these viewpoints? Yeah, I know. Now that you've been caught, or is yeah. it a thing where it's like, oh, you know, it's kind of like cheating. Yeah. yeah. Are I you mean, upset that you cheated, or you upset that you got caught? Exactly. Yeah. You fact. Know? But it's about the limits of your lived experience, isn't it? So mm. like those people just have a lived experience that they they, they struggle to break out of, and fine, like yeah, if they learn about it after they're caught or whatever, mm. then okay, you're broadening your horizons. Yeah. Personally, like I grew up and I, you know, knew people, very old people who still had tattooed numbers in their arm from the mm. holocaust like oh i knew God. i knew survivors yeah. who were literally deemed numbers not people wow. yeah. and when you you sort of grow up around that and discussions around the holocaust and fleeing for your life and yeah. being refugees yeah when people sort of you know come to question the reality of that event you're yeah. like I, I cannot understand yeah. a world yeah. where that is not all, all around you yeah. because mm. it's what I've grown up with yeah. and yeah and, and also you don't you don't get that you don't get that from a film and I yeah, think, and I think, yeah. and I think, we have all been in places where we've been like, oh well, I've seen enough slave movies, so I know that I know enough about slavery. Or there's, yeah. oh, there's always a Holocaust movie, so if I, and it's like, well, no, what you're describing is something that I have never even, I've has never even come into yeah, my sphere. Totally. Do you know what I mean? And 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 understanding it on that level is completely different to totally. watching a fucking Holly, Hollywood movie. And it's, you know I mean? it's weird and like moments where I found myself in those scenarios are when you see like a, a movie about a, a Holocaust-based story mm. with people who aren't Jewish or don't mm. have kind of, for want of a better term, skin in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have friends who analyse them as films. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, that's what they are. Yeah. But like, they'll be like, yeah, I really like Act One and like the director's really interesting and I'm like, I can't stop crying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, um, and it's really hard because yeah. you're like, you don't understand. So my, my grandpa was born in, in Austria and was two mm. years old. Both his parents, uh, his, his dad was sent to a concentration camp oh. and he, her, his mum, they had like a relatively comfortable life. His mum yeah. owned a cinema and, you know, suddenly they had this baby and suddenly yeah. there were all these anti-Jewish laws. Yeah. And you can imagine what it's like if that was like in Britain. Yeah. Yeah. This is my home. Yeah. And people go, why didn't you leave it? It's like, uh, you know, people have family, yeah. relatives, elderly yeah. people who go, it'll blow over or whatever. Yeah. And there's, that's a very oversimplified way of looking at it. Yeah. But, you know, when you see exactly those stories told mm. beautifully on screen or stage. Mm. I want to see Leopoldstadt, the mm. Tom Stoppard play. Yes. Oh, I yes. really want to see that. Which is remarkably similar to my family story. Wow. And I was just blown away by it. And it, it, it was so, such a moving experience for me yeah. and was so awful and difficult. Yeah. Mm. And interestingly, afterwards, me and my younger sister w- overheard a family because at the end, they talk a lot about those that they've left behind. Yeah. And there's a long list of names and they go, what happened to Aunt Mimi? And she goes, Auschwitz. What happened yeah. to Uncle Leonie? Auschwitz. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. And it, it 
it really hits home the reality of the scale of that murderous mm. death machine that was yeah. the Nazi regime, right? Yeah. And we overheard a family and the, a young girl saying, oh, what was that they were saying at the end? Auschwitz, like, what's that? And you're a bit like, Jeez. oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And you think this whole audience is with you and you're like, God, there's so much so much education, so much work to be done. Yeah. Right. yeah. And interestingly, my sister went over to her and I think, I did what, what you should do in those scenarios, which is, which is operate from a perspective of kindness. Yeah. She, it's so easy to be like, how dare you? You should know about mm. this. But then I was thinking, maybe if I saw a play about the Rwandan genocide yeah. and a person from Rwanda who was a survivor heard me saying like, what's that place that they said? They would be like, how dare you not yeah, know yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to tell you off for not knowing this. Yeah, Let's yeah, yeah. try and be educational and yeah, impart yeah, yeah. knowledge. So yeah, my yeah, sister yeah. said like, maybe you could read this book, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Yeah. Have you looked on the Holocaust Education Trust's website? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And yeah. there was a nice dialogue that happened yeah. but it's really hard in those moments where you feel so emotionally moved and kind of because what what those feelings do mm. I, any feelings of oppression or like mm. microaggressions they feel dehumanizing 100 and when you feel like you've been dehumanized or, or pushed into a corner yeah. to suddenly be like and now it's on you to educate that person yeah 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 which is the like, worst which is the worst so hard. and this yeah. so hard. which is why i feel like um we, we were talking we were talking um off mic and you were saying I, I, I don't I don't necessarily want to educate people all the time and I was like I, I feel like I feel like that as well yeah. and especially especially fucking going into 2020 um, fucking Black Lives Matter Black, the Black Lives Matter fucking yeah. party that was happening all year so I mean it was it was like um, it was it was really frustrating because there were there were people that were asking me to describe describe racism to them when i had when i had like lived with not lived with them but lived had lived experience with them in uni and had mm. terrible experiences with the police in those moments and expressed it and was met to a ah oh, shit man <laughs> do you know what I mean or That's or like nice. or you probably did something bad that's all right let's let's go to a pub i sort of had two questions like Talk firstly you know, because I can imagine that was happening left, right, and center. People yeah. be like, hey, it's like June and black people are suddenly cool. Yeah. Like, sh hey, Michael, like, you're the one guy I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me what it's like. Yeah, yeah, Firstly, yeah. I would love to ask just how how does that feel? That must be really hard. Yeah. And secondly, like, what, that you talked about that shit man approach. Yeah. What would you want from people in that scenario who oh, are actively man. maybe trying to do the right thing, yeah. trying, trying to like learn, yeah. but it's really annoying to have the burden yeah. of educating them. What would you want people to do and how does it That's, feel? So the first, so the, so the, the hard thing is you watch, the hard thing is police brutality and racism um, and, 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 and like the theory of racism and, and the work of like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Nikki Giovanni, Tony Morrison, James Baldwin is something that like I hold really dearly and I actually like enjoy reading like um, fucking Angela Davis's book is just there. Like I really, really enjoy like reading this stuff mm. anyway. Um, so when it comes to like something in history happens or something in film happens, if it's gonna it's gonna trigger me to say something, and what happens is I end up saying something and just speaking into the air, mm. and then I invite conversation. And this is something that ha I in twenty twenty I invited a lot of conversation. I did a lot of calling out to white people. I did a lot of this is what's fucking wrong, and now everybody's thing. And I was very bitter because of because of how I felt mm. personally with my own um situations with police, my own situations with friends that have that. This is like going into Preston and being friends with people, and then understanding 
understanding like the amount of racism that you actually had to deal with but also dealing with it almost like almost like a slave where it's like you have a slave master that will like feed you and like will will like play around with you and have jokes but also will like will also think of you as an animal and that was a really frustrating thing to do and also still a hard thing to say because you i i also feel sad saying those things because I, I was I was very close with some of those people mm. and I feel like when I say it I almost feel like they feel like I'm betraying them because it's like well we were fucking friends and yeah. so that's difficult that's a real that's that's already the complexity of it where it's like what you were doing was dehumanizing but I will thought you were my friend yeah. and I and I and you were my friend that's a difficult thing within itself so um fucking sucks yeah <laughs> that's how it feels it really sucks it sucks it sucks in all ways because you um it sucks in it sucks in all ways because you because you you love people but you also you also want to educate people so the education is also really good but your education gets very tiring mm. because I feel like like probably even some of the questions I was asking you or or but it's like the early stuff like just like like you're talking about the Holocaust and people having like tattoos on their arms I'm like bro fuck like that's not even something that my, that's yeah. in my head yeah. do you yeah. know what I mean and that's that's the early stuff and that stuff hurts yeah that stuff hurts to even speak about so. It hurts all around. Mm. Um, and then what would I want people to do? It's a difficult one, man. It's a difficult one. We had this conversation last time about West Side Story. Um, I think that, honestly, these conversations only really happen if you are in diverse groups with diverse people. I was mm. going to say. I think if you have a friend that's Jewish, you have a friend that's Muslim, you have black friends, you have white friends, and you're all hanging around and you're chilling with each other and you respect each other's cultures. Mm. Like, I think I think one thing that was really, really beautiful was like, we, we had many conversations about religion and you would always be like, I'm Jewish, but... I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm kind of. I'm figuring. I'm figuring out. Yeah, which is also <laughs> yeah. the biggest like escape route. Where it's like I'm just, but I'm not that. I'm yeah, not, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Also, it's like yeah. that burden of like uh, you feel that like you have to explain the actions of like the Israeli government. Yeah, like, nothing to do with me. Yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. People say it is. I'm yeah. not there. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't tell them I wasn't to there. Palestinian people. But like, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Mm, and it's really mm. hard because then you have to say this is what I am. But but and it's yeah. like yeah. why, yeah, why yeah. does that come with a, a sort of like reverse calling? Yeah, yeah, and but living in that house was a very good example because we all came from very different lives, yeah, very different financial so situations, um, very different like places like Middlesbrough, Manchester, London. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And, and there was, there, there were so many things that connected us, but also so many things that could have divided us. Mm. And um, I lived, I lived in a, I lived in a house with free, um, yeah, with free, with free white men and a, um, a, a white woman that we never we never saw <laughs> ever um and i never felt i never felt like a token within mm. you guys i never i never i never never ever ever felt like oh man i'm just a i'm the token in this group but i yeah. did feel it when i went out of that circle and even to people that i really like do you yeah, know what i mean yeah, I, yeah. I still felt it so it's a difficult one because i don't think we can run away from it because um, i think it, it's it is the it's almost the curse of culture yeah 
if culture is important to you, it's something that you're going to defend and it's something that you're going to want to spread because when you're part of a culture that isn't the dominant one, which isn't just British culture, yeah. you have to defend something. Yeah. Yeah. And especially in a time where we're moving towards nationalism and in, not just in this country, in many countries, where, whether it's America or Italy, Italy or France, where we're moving towards this kind of idea of like really getting down to British means and, mm. and what Britain is. And, and it's like, well, that doesn't that doesn't include that doesn't include Judaism. That doesn't include being African. Yeah, it, 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 you know what I mean? the fact that like both of us were all three of us sorry were born here. Yeah, and mm. feel in like North as well in North British. London. Yeah, hundred. It's really hard because then, like we said, if yeah. if if yeah. push comes to shove, and let's say there's a very anti-black regime that comes in, there's a very anti-Jewish regime that yeah. comes in. It's like that's not going to matter to them. No, that's not going to matter mm. to anyone. No. it's like no, you're we're telling you you're this. Yeah. So yeah. off yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. really hard to then feel like your identity becomes very yeah. flexible and very yeah. fluid. It's interesting. I feel like we always talk about the dual identity-ness of things oh my God, and yeah. I feel like mm. you must have some sort of there's a massive element of that with you as well where it's mm. sort of like if I am this but I am also this and and, mm. and these two things I I have a side of me that was massively oppressed in history and then I have a side of me which is British and yeah. Yeah. born in London and yeah. this is this is like my home ground yeah. I'm I am British. Yeah. Like, this is yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. although it doesn't look right or stereotypical, that is what it is. And, yeah. and mm. sometimes I think it's hard when both sides sort of butt heads a little bit. Yeah. Because uh, your very British side could be the side that tells your other side to like fuck off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, don't. I was like, oh god, yeah. no, yeah. Yeah. But this is me, you yeah. know, and it's it, it's yeah. But what I would what I would say, um, sort of maybe to like wrap this up, is I would love to have you write. Mm. things yep. for TV film 100 the actual to actually feel a lived experience yeah but yeah. not in a poverty porn torture porn type of way but yeah. just like day, the day a, a, the com day, yeah. a comedy the daily do you know what life. I mean like a day in the life because I think that sometimes and I, I believe media and education are the most powerful things that yeah. we can consume mm. yeah. and I feel like a lot of people learn not even from school anymore, but from what they see on TV. Mm. And I think it's really important to express that kind of thing. And I would yeah. encourage you to maybe be able to put out your yeah. normal life. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I would say also, sorry, on that being an actor and being on Spotlight, which is the actor's casting directory, mm. yeah. it's really hard. I've written to Spotlight on multiple occasions that I think you should pub be able to publish your religion. On yeah, your yeah, yeah. But you can't. Okay, you but there's know. loads of problems wow. with that in within, mm. like, if you're, uh, let's say, Sri Lankan yeah. and you're, like, Muslim, yeah. then suddenly, like, a Hindu role from India, it's like, yeah, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. are we saying it's about authenticity or yeah, about respect? Because yeah, yeah. either way, yeah. you're just saying that's a fat person has brown skin yeah. so they can play x y and z yeah. Yeah. and similarly yeah. then it's like you see all these examples that we've talked about about like yeah. jewish stories being celebrated but then i'm like when i go into audition room as you said amelda should i be like oh yeah by the way hi, yeah, yeah. Yeah. i'm jewish in case yeah, you didn't yeah. know exactly or do you hide it or do you play up to it yeah and it's like it's a, a big sort of gray area that i just think could can be easily corrected yes. with this yeah. like people being able to to publish it if they choose to yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah. exactly um I just, I, I just want to answer the question that you asked about. Yeah. For everyone that is out here going, um, genuinely, how to, how to move forward and how to, how to like pose questions with your, with your loved ones who are, who may from be from different cultures. I think mm. have those conversations and just be ready to be ready to be wrong, be ready to be offensive, be ready to um, be ready to offend. And I think be ready for all of that. Cause I think at the end of the day, I don't think there is 
too much we can do to like police just the, the innocence of people's minds and i think yeah. that because i think when you're if i think it's it's completely different when it's like a when it's just like a random person on the street if it's your friend if it's your girlfriend it's your, if it's someone that you love have the conversations and and on both sides if you are if you are the person that is from that culture be ready be ready for be ready for it be ready for yeah. be ready for a little bit of the be to be offended be a little be ready for the hard the hard parts the bits that you don't want to and also don't feel like you always have to yeah say something but when you can i think when you do i think there's something that really beautiful that happens yeah. when it's like okay i've just said something really ignorant um but i know that i can speak to someone that is going to be able to um we had a we had a really beautiful moment we I, I, you did something that i thought was really beautiful in a situation when we were um doing uh doing a working up to a podcast story and um i think you handled um, i'm not going to say exactly what it was but um mm. i think you handled it in a really beautiful way where um we were talking about how uh, there was a there was a statement of how jewish men had basically controlled um the musical industry mm. and controlled mm. hollywood and i think that the way in which you handled it wasn't it wasn't to chastise that person it wasn't to um it wasn't. It wasn't even to. It, it wasn't. It wasn't to embarrass them. It was just to say, "Hey, this this bit of information that you're saying is is incorrect, and I just want to tell you why I think it's incorrect, mm, yeah. so that you can then go away and, and have a think about and not spread it." And I think I think I think that should be the basis of it. Mm. And I think that there's some people that we can have those conversations with, but some people that we can't. Mm. Um, and, and it's hard. Yeah, but it's, hard. it's like I remember that moment, and you always in this conversation those conversations you want to tread lightly and tread with kindness because yeah. it's like people nine times out of ten don't mean to offend yeah. I think the hard thing for me is my default is to laugh things off yeah. kind of get my little like red nose out and be like bah, 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 joke <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like there's loads of casual things especially I would say around Christmas time yeah. that are really annoying and difficult yeah. and you just sort of go like Haha, I'll be stealing all your money like, I'll be drinking all your blood yeah. like, and it's like <laughs> Yeah, it's great to laugh those things off, but like mm. you said, if people are open and willing to listen and have a conversation, yep. it does make things so yeah. much easier and it becomes a nice way you can share rather than attack or something yeah. other people's culture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that moment I remember because it's about information. Mm. The other thing is, I think it's very powerful to speak from feelings, you yeah. know? Because yeah. people might not mean to offend you, but you mm. can say, look, I'm really sorry, just what you said, that did upset me. 100%. It did make me feel a little bit left out. And people would, nine times out of 10, would be like, oh, I'm so sorry. That wasn't sorry. my intention. Yeah, yeah, and yeah then it's exactly. Like a, oh, and, but then I don't want to tell people when you've been um, oppressed or attacked or had a microaggression against yeah. you, mm. this is the way you should act. No, because no. it's a really difficult scenario. You're 100. very confused with your feelings 100. and stuff. 100. So I don't think the onus should be on the person who has no. suffered. But I think if you are suffering, there are things that you can do that actually would make you feel better. Yeah. yeah. Big thing for me. And also... I would say, I haven't mentioned it yet, being vegan, yeah. it's like <laughs> literally just eating food, yeah. you end up in a discussion that pisses people off. Yeah. And I'm like, can I just eat my food? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really yeah, frustrating. And then it's like, the, the best thing that I think I've now tried to do is just go into discussions being like, I am not going to change this person's opinion. Yeah. Facts. It is not on me Biggest to change. Biggest thing of the day. Do you know what I mean? It's not my job to change how this person bro, thinks. Biggest maybe point I, of the day. Maybe I can just ask some questions. We need freedom, bro. That's what, it, that's what it is. As human beings, we need freedom. And I think that oppression is hard enough. 
um, I think we talk about it all the time, mother. Pressure yeah. is hard enough. And I think I've actually learned this a lot from her, where it's mm. just like, I used to be the person that was on the line, ready to argue with everyone about everything. And now it's just like, bro, I just want to live my life. But how draining is that? It's the worst. Like it takes, it takes an emotional toll on you. Yeah. And even like literally with, with any sort of discussion around Christmas time or yeah. around food and veganism, yeah. I like you have these discussions. I really try not to get her up, but then you're yeah. like, this is a problem. Yeah. And like, this is really bad. Yeah. And then you leave and you're like, I didn't, come across the way I wanted to come across. Mm. I didn't say the bajillion things I could have said. Yep. And then I have arguments in the shower with no one. This is not this is not helpful for my own mental health. Yeah. It just makes it, I come away from it feeling worse. Yeah. They come away from it feeling like Jewish people are pretty angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegans yeah, yeah, yeah. are annoying. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's really hard to do, but I think trying to operate with just kindness and maybe just like questioning like yeah. why do you think that you think Jews have a lot of money mm. do you think that's true mm. I know someone who grew up in dire mm. poverty in Stanford Hill mm. whatever it is mm. do you know what I mean and mm. I'm like it's hard to do but I think there can be positives that come from that yeah. sort of approach and also protect yourself protect yourself from those conversations protect yeah. yourself and be like I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm not doing this to you uh, I think yeah. I think all Jews have all the money you can have that conversation over there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Get away I from my table. And it's um, really hard because the invisibility thing, people yeah. do it at you expecting you to sort of be like, ha ha, yeah. Yeah, I think it's yeah, like, yeah, I sort yeah, of yeah. think it's yeah. akin to sometimes being a guy. Hundred. Other guys come up to you and do sexism yeah. at you. Break and joke. Like, and it's like, hee hee ha. Yeah, or like, yeah. bloody this. And you're yeah. like, no. no, but then I, I'm I, <laughs> yeah. often I'm just like there is n in this scenario there is no way I'm gonna change your opinion. Maybe I can just be like oh, I'm not sure about that, or maybe we disagree about yeah. that. But then yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. do I did I do enough? Is it mm. on me to do enough? Mm. But you know what I mean. So sometimes mm. I've had moments where people say like, so I'm a big Tottenham fan. Mm. Sorry, I know we need to wrap up. That's but um, the chairman of Tottenham is Jewish yeah. and is famously very pernickety and specific with transfer haggling so yeah. football transfers and he's always takes loads of time arguing yeah. about tiny bits of money yeah. now you, the amount of people who mm. pull that up on a stereotype of Jewish stinginess oh, yeah. and, um, and then you know fellow Spurs fans like fuck Daniel fucking leave yeah, he's a yeah. bit of this mm. and I'm like yeah, yeah kind of but he's also could not be and yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to have those discussions in a right way yeah. Yeah. and people I think are just products of what they've heard when they're younger yeah. and sometimes don't really realize what they're doing is so othering yeah, yeah. and that, you know, like people are around who feel very dehumanized by that. Mm, 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 so mm, it's mm. a really tricky um, scenario. And I kind of sometimes feel it's very case by case. We yes. can't have a one size fits all policy, no, no, you can't. but we can try and make things much kinder to a lot of different people. Yeah. I, I kind of have been saying for a while, but I think it's so true that in like the modern world, kindness is radical. Yeah. It's, ra it's, oh, it's so radical true. to suddenly be really like reach out across the lines and be like, yeah, you're a human. I yeah, get, I disagree 100%. with you. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And it's radical to try and build those bridges. And it's also like, like radical to just be like, actually, it's not on me to do that. Yeah. I do not have it within me to have this conversation yeah. now. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know for, what real, I mean? bro. for real, bro. The model, model learning school of living, bro. That's it. Bro. That's it. Like, I'm out. <laughs> cool. Shit. That was a that was a great conversation. Yeah, it was yeah. good. I loved it. Yeah, man, you should do Thank podcasts you. more, Sam. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a pleasure. We will have you back here. Yeah, man, that was what a pleasure. And also, like, it's so great to talk about this sort of stuff. But I would love to have a silly conversation about a Marvel movie that you probably liked and I hated. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's probably that. going to be the case. We uh, could definitely do that. But yeah, what a pleasure. Thanks but, um, for having me. Thank you so much for coming yeah, and. Um,
we love you and we will we do, we do see indeed. you very soon. <laughs> yes, oh, so yes. Much love, guys. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys. Love see you uh, guys next week. Next week we will be back with um my podcast story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is called The Palace of All Lights. It'll be great. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. <laughs> Take care, guys. See you later. Bye. That's it for today. Make sure to follow us or subscribe to us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Spotify, and wherever else you might find us. We love you. Thanks for helping us rewrite the British story in film and TV.